Hey everybody, welcome to Workforce Gaming. I am Brad, here with Doug. Hey. Kirby in the Forgotten Land came out recently, mm -hmm. and I just wrapped it up a couple days ago. And this game is very odd. It is incredible, <laughs> but it's a game of weird expectations. So I think we saw that first trailer, mm -hmm. and everybody's mind was like blown, like, oh my god, open world, crazy, ridiculous Kirby. Yeah, really I feel just... like they didn't shy away from that. I feel like they, they kind of left it open for us to interpret it that way for yeah, sure. Yeah, because there's no hint of anything else. And then you start playing the game, you're like, oh no, this is just your normal your normal run-of-the-mill Kirby game. It just happens to look really pretty, have some cool environments. Uh, do those same type of things that every Kirby does, where it's like, oh no, we just got a little world map that you're going boop, boop, boop from level to level. There's no overworld, none of, uh, there's kind of an overworld, not really, but mm -hmm. just kind of going through it. it just it, It's a normal <laughs> Kirby game. And it's a really, really probably the best Kirby game I've ever played. Mm -hmm. But it's just a normal Kirby game. And I think that's one of those things that almost threw me off for a second when that world map popped up. I was like, oh, we're not doing open world Kirby. Okay. That's different. Is it just like a level select when you're saying world map? You're saying it's like just like, like yeah, a, just like a level, level select. select sort of like mm, okay. you go. So the way the game opens is you have your little cutscene. You end up if you played the demo, it's basically that first intro level there. You end up in the Forgotten Land. You do like one quick little thing, and then once you finish the level, it pops you out, and it's like okay, here's world one, 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 two, one, three, one, four, and then oh, it's that. Oh, it's that. And then, okay. yeah, it, yeah, it's that. It's that, and then boss gate at the end. You did your four levels. You collected enough of the little guys, and boss gate opens. Do that. And we're in World 2. World 2, 1, 2, 1. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So I think that was one of the things that surprised me more so, like you said, from the marketing. Because they kind of just went all in and like, look how big this is. Mm -hmm. And the levels are pretty big. You can do a lot of things in the levels. There's lots of secrets. It's almost more um, Super Mario 3D World than sure. Super Mario Odyssey. Where it's like, okay, this is a 3D game. There's different mm -hmm. places I can kind of go on the level. But it's still a very linear path. Mm -hmm. Very front to back level. Maybe a boss in the middle, maybe a boss at the end, but just your standard level, which, again, kind of took me from a surprise because just, again, that initial push felt very different, and that's not really what we got here. Yeah, no, it's interesting because it did kind of – it's is, is Mario Odyssey an action-adventure game? I don't know what you would describe that, but no, I, I definitely got that impression. I think when I started playing the demos and I kind of realized it was just kind of what you're saying, that level-based stuff. Mm -hmm. But you're saying it's like just basically a, just normal Kirby game. Doesn't the, I mean, the 3D thing is like that's the big part was like, oh, shit, yeah. it's 3D Kirby. So, I mean, that's kind of – I mean, that, does that add any wrinkles or is it just kind of like they, they did the thing where it's like exactly what you think a 2D Kirby in 3D is now? That's That's what it is. It, it's it almost feels like one of those things where I feel like I've almost done it before and this just feels really good because I think oh, a lot of times sure. when you yeah. see that transition from two D to three D you get that feeling of like whoa like we took some risks here we're trying something new or is yeah. this after maybe the first or second level I was just kind of like oh, yeah, no please I think I think I think they did this before because this feels really really <laughs> sure. good like this can't be their first sure, go sure, around sure. at this maybe I'm pretty sure there was one that was kind of like this but you know there's not so. It, it is it is very fun. It's a great mm. game. I love, 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 love it. It's just one of those things where it's, you have that expectation going in, and I feel like yeah. I was not expecting level 1, 1, 1, 2, 1, 3. I was sure. expecting more of that seamless, that connected. The demo does show you a little bit of that, but I was like, okay, this is a demo. I'm sure they're just piecemealing it to give us an idea. But the couple new things that are here are just kind of stupid and fun um mouthful mm. mode which if you saw the trailers yeah, oh where you eat the car yeah for a, the first maybe half of the game it's super fun just because all it does is it just puts a little prompt up that says mouthful 
when you walk yeah. past something. So I don't want to give them all away because there's some like really goofy ones. But like there's one where I literally it was maybe the second or third level. I was just walking past an old like bank of lockers and it pops yeah. up. You eat the bank of lockers and then you shake the control stick and they just go blah, 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 and it falls down and he spits the lockers out and it's a little secret path. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh so you don't know so you actually don't really know what what is and what isn't oh that's no. so fun the, the first the first like half of the game you get these like weird stumble into moments where you're like walking past you're like oh and then you just get the little button prompt and it's like oh yeah push b for mouthful yeah. mode and you're like what i can do that okay because there's the obvious ones the cone the car the couple other ones that they showed but that first initial half the game you get a few of those as you go through by the end you're kind of like okay i kind of get the idea of what is what sure. is and where they're positioned that thing but initially it's just this kind of ridiculously goofy feeling of like <laughs> okay i guess i just swallowed a group of lockers and that's how i got past my secret here i, I do feel like i do feel like because i felt this with like robo uh, robot it's like the first half of the kirby game i, I mean it's not the second half is, is bad or anything but the first half just has so many like surprises of things you're not yeah. expecting like robobot specifically it's like there's a car level that you're just like not yep. expecting at all where in like there's then there's like a shooting level where you're in a plane you're just like holy shit what is this game um, I'm glad they kind of kept that because I think that's the thing that I enjoyed about Kirby games in general is like while they're easy, I think they do a really good job of surpri- of keeping the surprises coming, yep. um, which I think like a lot of easy games I don't find super interesting because it's like it's an easy game. It's just kind of like any other game, but this one's easy. But this one's like, well, it's easy, but there's all these fun little surprises it's after creative. after and over. Yeah, it's yeah. creative. It's creative, simple fun. And it's one of yeah. those things I think you only get with Kirby is kind of the only one that does it. It's mm-hmm. very specific in the, we're just going to kind of keep you guessing, we're going to play around with this, we're going to do whatever we want, and it's just going to kind of happen and enjoy it and have a good laugh at it. And mm-hmm. the enjoyment is more from the world design and the t- really tight, refined gameplay and just the general things that you're doing, I think, is where the fun comes from more so than like, okay, this is a challenging level. Yeah. going to be honest, I think I died less than 10 times front to back mm-hmm. in this game. It is not a challenging game. There was no <laughs> sure. part where I was like, huh, where do I go? What do I do? It's straightforward the whole way through. So it, like you're saying, I think it being an easy game, it does those things, and that's the hook. The mm. hook isn't, look how difficult this is. The hook isn't, look how challenging this is. The hook isn't, can you figure this out? The hook is just, we're going to have some fun, and we're going to enjoy it. There's some secrets here and there that you might miss here and there. I think about towards the end of the second group of levels is where I stopped like just running into secrets without really trying mm-hmm. where they really started. Okay. We're going to put those aside. We're going to hide those. We're going to make you do some different things, but um, it's just fun. Yeah. What, I'm curious about the world of it. Cause when I play the demo, it's um, I don't want to say it's just the last of us, but it's kind of the last of us world. <laughs> um I, I assume they kind of explain. Well, they explain in probably a Kirby way, where somebody explained it. So then Kirby's has no no idea what's going on. Um, but it, like, is the world is it is it that kind of like Last of Us world? The entire uh, try unspoil try not to get away from spoilers. <laughs> is it that kind of like dilapidated future that's super colorful for some reason? Like, is that is that the setting of the game? Essentially, you get your like ice world. Like, I think it's like the fourth area is like on the top of mountain mm-hmm. so everything's icy you get your like volcano-y level world level so it's a it's a mix of like that post-apocalyptic and colorful fun platformers and it kind mm-hmm. of bounces back and forth a little bit so like 
um, in the volcano world, like the first part is you like climbing up part of a volcano, and the second part is like an underground lab in the volcano world oh, with all that stuff cool. kind of mixed cool. in. So <laughs> it does a really cool job of like setting up the levels, making them interesting, and really giving you different things to kind of explore and look at. So is there kind of like a uh, not story is not the right word, but you said like because um, I do like when if, not all games do this, but level based games, there's kind of like a story within like going from like one to two to three to four to five. Are they all, all like your volcano example? You're saying like you're climbing up the mountain in one, and then by three you're in this thing, and then by four maybe you're doing something else. Is it kind? Are they all kind of set up that way or no? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> I think, and I just played Planet Robobot too, and I think Kirby games do a lot of this where it's like you get your initial setup, you kind of run through a couple worlds, and then you just kind of get, like, heavy lore dump. Oh, man, here's what's going on. Here's what we're going to do. Here's the story. And, like, that last, like, hour and a half. Sure. Oh, yeah. It, it does that. Yeah. Where, like, the first, like, 45 <laughs> minutes is like, oh, let's explain Waddle D Town, and Kirby's in this new world, and here's all this stuff that's going on in this world. And then you're just like, I go! Go get the rest of the Waddle Dees. You got to get them. Um, and then I think towards the end of, there's six or seven worlds it's around the end of end of world four something yeah. happens and then kirby's got to go make that right and then like the last world the last like five levels you get like the whole big like oh here's like really what's going on, what's going on? yeah <laughs> this whole time did so it... yeah yeah not much story did to they... it but yeah did they do the care the thing my favorite part not ever like not my favorite part one of my favorite parts in kirby games is when there's an when there's a bad guy giving a really long monologue and kirby like kind of only sort of understands what's going on do they do that once or twice okay once or twice for sure once or twice for sure (laughs) um so a couple other just kind of fun things this game has a bunch of mini games uh Mm. and they come in two sets so the first thing i want to talk about is what's called treasure road which is as you go through these levels, there's little side levels that are all like time challenges with specific powers. So like one you get, you get the bomb one. And the first challenge you get with the bomb one is, okay, you've got to bowl the bombs down these ramps, hit the switches. And that's how you get powers to upgrade or resources to upgrade your abilities. So you're bowling with bombs. um, You've got the hammer and you've got to like smack all the little pegs around this thing to keep knocking things out as you jump. And they're really fun. They're time challenges. They get way, way difficult by the time you get to the end, especially to try and get target times, which give you a little bonus. But they're just really fun little creative ways to use each of Kirby's powers. So all the base level ones get one, all the upgrade levels get one. And they're just kind of these fun little things that pop up here and there that you can kind of just play with the powers a little bit. And mm-hmm. they also do mini games in the town, which has your, mm-hmm. like, fishing... Um, a couple other ones. The one I want to talk about is we work in a restaurant. So there's a restaurant in Waddle D Town. Okay. And it's literally <laughs> like Kirby has to help them with the lunch hour rush. So you get in there and it's literally like a line of Waddle D's like hanging out there and they just come up and like yeah. in their little like thought bubble, some will like pop up instantly. Some it's like very clear having a hard time deciding on the menu. Like, <laughs> oh, that's very cute. <laughs> and you have to pick from like the three or four options of what you're going to give them. And like, yeah. so it's just like a minute, how many of these Waddle Dees can you feed? And it's, they're just, they're dumb, fun mini games. And there's probably yeah. five or six of them around Waddle Dees Town that are a ton of fun to do. I, I really can't explain enough just how much simple fun this game is. You're not going to get a challenge. Mm-hmm. You're not going to get stressed. It's just a good time to just sit down and play a game. That's, I'm curious about like the Waddle Dee Town, because it sounds like it's, because to me, that was like one of the big new wrinkles was the, was the town itself. So mm-hmm. is it... Is it like is it like an explorable thing, or is it just kind of like it grows and you? How does that how does that town work? It grows. So you start off and there's 
I'm trying to remember when you start off. I think when you start off, there's like a theater to watch any cutscenes that you've done, and then the mm-hmm. upgrade shop, which we'll talk about upgrades in a second because those are like the. I don't know how we're like five, ten minutes into this video without talking about them since they're so cool. <laughs> and the upgrade shop. Uh, and then as you get X number of Waddle Dees, so it, like you walk around and it has like construction zone. It's like you need 50 Waddle Dees in order to help you build this oh, okay. building. And like once you get yeah, yeah. 80, you'll have enough people to do this. So as you play through, it does that. There's also a couple points like when you beat a few worlds where it just does like a very clear natural expansion. Like this is going to happen no matter how you've done. We hit this point in the story. You go oh, sure, this. Yeah. But um, there's some wandering around. There's some stuff hidden around there. It's not big. But if you, like, mm-hmm. float up to the roof, you can find a couple, like, coins and things like that. And there's a few extra scattered in. There's mini games. There's um, the restaurant. You can buy items to bring with you. There's an upgrade shop. There's a buff shop. There's an arena to mm-hmm. do, like, combat challenges. So it it, for, it works more as, like, your hub world just to kind of do anything. But to actually mm-hmm. get to levels, you have to, like, pop back out to, like, your world map to jump into it oh well. weird i thought i thought that'd just be like i thought it'd be kind of like an actual hub like you go to a, like you have to walk to world two or walk to world three but really it's just you oh <laughs> yeah again <laughs> and again and that's what i want to start with because i think that is the <laughs> expectation that everybody had coming into this is that there would be that interconnectivity between everything um the other thing that i absolutely love about waddle t and this is just a dumb thing that i think i like is when you land there there's this like weird looking waddle d just sitting on a bench and you walk up to him and he is quote wise waddle d and he literally will just <laughs> tell you stats about your playing so it's like hey want to learn some things today curvy and you're like yep and it's like you've used the fire up power 72 times worldwide <laughs> oh, the fire power up time has been used 1.7 oh, million times it's just like stupid stuff like that and every time you yeah. click on him he gives you like different stats like this many of these have been eaten people have used mouthful mode this many times this many waddle these have been it's just it's That's stupid fun. and it's one of those weird little things that i like every time i went to waddle d town i had to go talk to the little stats guy just like <laughs> i want to know a couple just give me just give me like three just give me three that's cool no, no, that's cool I, I, was, I was actually most curious about that town though because it just seemed like unnecessary but very neat just a, just kind of a neat fun idea of having this kind of hub to keep going back to you know? yeah it's just i mean you could you could play the whole game with really not touching any of it Mm-hmm. it is just kind of a like hey if you want to explore some things you want to do a couple mini games it's here but mm-hmm. you really don't need to ever touch it so i guess the last thing that should have been the first thing that i want to talk about are the <laughs> upgraded are the upgrade abilities yeah. uh, which is something new here too they're amazing so one <laughs> okay. of my issues with kirby games is i think by the time again you get we kind of talk about that halfway point in kirby where that yeah. front half is so much discovery and the back half is so much like all right i got it let's go mm. yeah yeah as you go through, you can find blueprints. They're one of the collectibles. And every time you get a blueprint, it gives you the ability to upgrade one of the powers you have mm-hmm. to something more. So, like, you go from just your normal fire where you're just, like, spitting, like, a, a you know, a line of fire out and just in a round to volcano fire where you're throwing, like, volcanic rocks out kind of in that same path, mm-hmm. but they do a little bit more damage. They go a little bit further to a dragon fire where all of a sudden now you've got like this super one and you jump and you do like a your kirby like lights himself up in this big like fire looking dragon and flies around and hits people it works so well because it gives you that like ooh fun new power as you go Mm -hmm. throughout the game so once you eat the hammer guy in an old kirby game every other guy with the hammer is going to give you the same power Yeah, yeah now he gives you that for the first two or three worlds oh I'm going to go upgrade it. Okay, now my mm-hmm. hammer does something just a little bit different for the next world or two. And then, okay, I can upgrade it a third time. Now it's going to do something even just a little bit more different. And it doesn't... They're not mm-hmm. game-changing, like, oh my god, this is mm-hmm. the craziest thing I've ever... Like, the hammer goes from, like, just a normal hammer to a hammer with a little bit more range to, like, 
the like it's a giant rock on a stick that just like you can <laughs> sure, charge up and cool. just knock people out but it really makes you want to play with everything see the way they go um the needle power turns basically into katamari where you're like can pick stuff up and throw it at it Ooh, that's fun <laughs> it's called the clutter needle and it's like literally like when you turn oh, into the needle it's just got a bunch of crap and you can roll over stuff and pick it up and throw it um but it, it's just it's fun like that it makes you want to go back and mess with every power because i think again in kirby you kind of get that i like the hammer whenever i can find the hammer i'm gonna use the hammer but I guess my question is though, but if like if you if I like the hammer in level one, is there a chance that level two is so different that I'm not gonna like the hammer in level two? No. Or okay, no, okay. They're they're, <laughs> they're, they're similar enough. They're my, like the hammer specifically. Like most of the issue, most of the thing with the hammer is speed, like how fast your hammer swings. So yeah, I could yeah. see you like for the third one, it it does slow down a little bit, but it does like triple or quadruple the damage that you were doing Damn before. It. Yeah, yeah. So there there's minor things like that but most of them are consistent enough that you're really only going to notice like a essentially an area difference or a power difference in terms mm-hmm. of what you're doing more so than a oh, okay it's total mechanical difference completely changing what you're doing yeah yeah okay cool no the, damn <laughs> the damn. only other thing with that is because you can kind of unlock these as you go they do make yeah. the game substantially easier I would be. Yeah, I was <laughs> there was there was one boss I got to, and I'd like, I'd gone through. I'd gotten like the full upgrade. I think it was the hammer, and like I got, I went and I did like the charge up shot with the hammer, and I think like three charge up shots with the hammer killed like an end of world boss. And you're playing on like the hard mode, which is oh, even yeah. called. It's got a scary name too. I remember for the wild demo. mode. It's like wild mode. Yeah. Wild mode. <laughs> but it's funny. The, the game is fun. If you just want to have a good time, I, you can't go wrong with it. Like, it's, mm-hmm. again, it's not going to challenge you. It's not going to, like, make you mm-hmm. want to throw your controller through the TV. It's just going to be a damn good time. And I think it's just, it's it's a super enjoyable game in every respect. It does what mm-hmm. Kirby should be doing. It borderline perfects the Kirby formula. Again, I really don't have a complaint about it. Like, the only negative things mm-hmm. I can say are that it wasn't quite what I expected, but that's not yeah. a knock against the game because by the time you're an hour in, you're loving what they're doing so much that it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. It's it's it is in my mind the best Kirby game that's been made, and I really really hope we kind of keep messing with this 3D Kirby because it's really really well done. Cool. I'd but... probably buy this. <laughs> <laughs> Look forward to review part two. Uh, we are <laughs> we are Workforce Gaming. You can subscribe to us. Wherever you're listening, follow us on Twitter at Workforce Gaming, and we will see you later. Bye.